Welcome, 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 everybody, to the River Valley Life is a Podcast, podcast number 1,656. I am here, and I'm a man, and it is beautiful in the world. But I'm not alone. I'm with a woman, and she's perfect, and... She grew up and has a great story. And, you know, we've all heard my man story. And I really... We're here in the River Valley today to find out about just a spectacular energy that is exploding onto the scene. Bam. Hi. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, you know... I am the king of this universe here and there's this other balance to it going on and we've all heard the king shit about how I'm stronger, faster, better, balder than you. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're coming from? Where I'm coming from? I'm coming from good energy. I'm coming from a place of getting more grounded every day in what I actually care about And when people are really excited to meet me and hear what I have to say, or they couldn't understand me if I was speaking as if I was speaking another language, I'm getting more grounded in who I am and it doesn't fluctuate. Interesting. Okay. More grounded in who you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, you're forcing me to get really tight here because we only got one mic. One mic. And I have bad breath. So, yes, you do. Well, we can't hear you actually. So right off the bat, I'll be like, "It's really important." Oh, I have to that. turn this direction. Well, that will help. Okay, for, got for it. The universe to let you to let you know. So there's okay. there's instruments. Do I want to be heard? I need to turn this way. Got it. You actually can actually hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Yeah. Got it. And so, what do you want to know? Well, I think you know. You got the phone. Tell us what you want to know. What 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 we got to know about you, I guess. Like, tell me about Queen. What, what do you look like? I don't know. What what do you want to tell us? What's the book about? Oh, the book is about the connection between how you care for yourself in lots of different ways and how you show up as a parent for the kids that you care about so much. Okay. And I learned about it firsthand over the past, well, over my whole life for sure, but specifically over the last year where I kept talking to somebody else about how important it was to take care of herself, how important it was. She needed to do self-care, needed to do self-care. And after a really sad loss in my life and her life, I realized that I wasn't doing self-care either. And I crashed. I wouldn't say it was like spectacular, but it was significant. It got my attention. And when I'm talking about self-care, I'm not talking about going to the spa or having a glass of wine or going out for drinks. All those, those can be nice. I'm talking about things that you do that actually nurture you, things that actually uh, bolster your energy, things that you do that... Somebody asked me recently, what is it that you actually want to do? Do you ask yourself that question? What is it you actually want to do today? And when she asked me that question, I cried because I hadn't asked myself that question in so long. I was so busy checking things off the list and doing whatever, what I thought everyone else needed me to do. And 
So anyway, how that figures into parenting is that I did a lot of self-care and just when I was getting sort of up to, hey, I'm like 80%, 85% of who I am and how I can show up, uh, I watched that my son went through something pretty significant and I was just lucky that I'd had enough time to, um, what's the word, to like increase my capacity and, and and really cultivate what I needed so that I could show up for him. And the connection is um, very powerful for our future generation. If parents can show up as their best selves, as the parents they know they can be and they want to be, just think of the potential that we'll be unleashing for those kids. And that's what I really care about. That's why I'm going to that's what I'm going to write about. Whoa, that's so much. Apparently, I like that question. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, you know. What else would you like to know? Well, you know, I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper. Go ahead. Well, you know, um. Can, wanna... we, can we pause this? No. Oh, no pausing? Yeah, well, you know, we could describe what's going on, that we're in the River Valley. Oh, yeah, we're in the River Valley on one of the last sunny days. It's warm enough. And sunny and bright and uh people are on the path so it's actually a good day yeah it's a good day to well i, I think we're just in such a good spot in life and i kind of want to know how did you get here to you know your conclusions like what were some of the adversities that you had to overcome oh adversities to overcome yeah oh or or maybe what what were some of the positive things maybe, that really maybe just one question at a time oh okay yeah what adversities did i overcome to get here today um you know that's such a big question because everybody has stuff in their lives where oh yeah this happened and then that happened and then this happened and then that happened um i have a few highlights but uh one was that when i was growing up uh my dad was living with uh, many different mental illnesses. And, you know, a few years ago, he actually said to me, um, I really couldn't show up as the parent that I wanted to be because I was just so afraid that what happened to me was going to happen to you. And so my relationship with you was really compromised. And I didn't get to really be the dad that I wanted to be because I was so afraid for you because of my own past experience that, you know, wasn't at that time healed or, or completed or, or nurtured in any way. So, so living with him was pretty challenging. Um, I did not have an experience of parents who were, uh, well, that parent showing up as his best self because he had unfinished business. He had things that weren't, um, things that weren't really working. And then, um, when I was, how old was I? When I was about 33, I had two little, little kids. And uh, their dad told me that uh, that it was all over. And that was um, very scary for me. So for quite a long time, I was just afraid and trying to make sure that that everything still ran okay. And that they hadn't, you know, we all had roof over heads and enough to eat and that was really actually pretty well taken care of but what I realized is that uh, I had to overcome all of that fear 
of, you know, somehow that had damaged them or hurt them in some way. And so my goal for years after that was to just make sure that my kids felt safe and loved and knew how important they were to me and their dad. And it's been smooth, eh? Smooth running? Uh, I don't really know how to answer that. It's been smooth running. How's it been going, like, with that? Like, how's, you know, the relationship between, you know... The siblings, how are they doing? Oh, well, they're teenagers, so they have their own challenges. They have things that they're dealing with because they're becoming their own person. And so what I did is in 2012, I did a bunch of personal development and uh, training so that I could, you know, take care of some of my own stuff from my past. And one of the main motivations for doing that was so that I didn't have to pass on my unfinished business to them. And what's that look like for, you know, what you looking at them, what's it look like as they develop into individuals now that are separate from some of that stuff because, you know, that you've detached and you don't want to impose your, your stuff onto to them and it's, you know, you, you process? Uh, it's a little bit of a mixed bag because until whenever I did that training, I was just being sort of the default parent, like the, I'm doing this unconsciously, I... You know, I'm expressing anger or fear to them at different times, you know, usually out of caring. I mean, I'm not a malicious person, but usually out of caring. And and so they got a little bit of that imprinted. And then after my shift, you know, we got to have some different conversations. There was more time and space for us to explore a different relationship and to reflect a bit more uh, about what was working, what wasn't. And I find that when you give a little bit of space for those conversations and you don't have all that unfinished stuff with you, uh, you have a different kind of conversation. And what I would say now is that there are some things that my kids are free of. And sometimes when I see them being so free of it, it's a bit uh, irritating because I'm like, well, look at them all free. (laughs) So I feel a moment of, it's a bit of a jolt sometimes. And then other times I see that they're still held by some of those old fears that, you know, they inherited or however they showed up. And then I'm a little bit saddened and, you know, I always hope for them that they'll be free of that stuff that impacted me and sort of impacted them. And so you're writing a book. I am. Oh, you know, man, this is really interesting stuff. Is it? It's so deep. Oh, well, you wanted to dive deeper, so. Well, you just sound so good. Oh, thanks. It's not hard, is it? No, I'm I'm enjoying it. I, I realized that. I do know how to express myself when I'm asked direct questions. So thanks. These are helpful. I feel like if we had a video camera on us, this would be a good, like, recordable blog post, you know, with... Because it's just you the know, sun and the It's so funny. Sun. Yeah, it actually is really beautiful right now. But I, I definitely get when you say, like, write a blog, write a blog, and you, you share that often. Well, I just, I just um, would want to know, you know, how come I haven't heard of you yet? Okay, so here's something Where that happened to me in the last couple of days. I have my next-door neighbor who's a really, really lovely family, and they have a dog, and I really like the dog. I buy... Oh, yeah, share in the trail, share in the trail. I buy um, dog biscuits for this dog because I like him. I like her so much. And I took her for a walk the other day, and... The first time I took her for a walk, I was really nervous, and I kept her on the leash the whole time because I didn't know how she'd interact with other dogs. I knew she was a nice dog, but I was responsible for her, so I kept her on the leash the whole time. And uh, a few days ago when I took her for a walk, I didn't want to keep her on the leash anymore. 
I wanted to let her go. I wanted to let her explore and sniff around and do her dog thing. And so what I watched is that I took her off the leash. I let her explore. And then sometimes when other dogs would be coming up, I'd be like, hey, come over here. I'd hook her up. She'd be on the leash. We'd walk a little bit. And then I'd want to let her off the leash again because I'd want her to be free to explore. And that's such a good analogy for my parenting developing over the years. I used to keep them on such a short leash. I used to be afraid about how they'd interact or what might happen to them. And now I let them off. I mean, they're nearly grown. So who, they're be- who they've been becoming the whole time is more and more. They're becoming more and more of who they are. I let them off the leash. And that's what I did as a result of that personal development work. And that is a blog post that I just got to share here. So as I was taking her on and off the leash, I was like, oh my God, this is such a a parallel for parenting. Some people keep kids on leashes until they're 18 plus, and those kids don't get to explore much. Well, I just, I would love to read that blog post, you know, just because I I hear you're going to write a book. Well, maybe I could just do a whole bunch of blog posts and put them into a book. So maybe you'll just have to be patient. You know what? That's a really interesting, you know what? You could probably make an interactive book where they open up podcasts. That's a very interesting and idea. Or, or a picture. Well, and I actually post on LinkedIn. And I do these little, um, it's like a little mini blog post. And I talk about things. So my, my most recent one was, when you think about being at the office and you think about your direct reports, if you're managing anybody, how do you interact with your direct reports? How do you manage? Do you manage with uh, confidence, comfort? Do you Are you curious? Are you wanting to be supportive? Are you interacting with them as a person as well as, as somebody that works with you and, and, you know, working on your team to achieve mutual goals? And how does that translate to your family? How do you deal with those, those kids that are part of... Oh, is that a blue jay? Kids that are part of what? What blue jay? Well, there's a bird right there. Oh, I know. On LinkedIn, actually. What's going on? So on LinkedIn, I posted about this direct report and how you interact at work and how does that translate to your house. So when you interact with your kids, do you interact with them like a military official? Do they have to toe the line? Do they not get a chance to, you know, to vote? Do they not get a chance to share what their feelings are or opinions? Or do they get a chance to sort of weigh in on the team effort? on how the family goes and I'll be interested to see what kind of response that is because I would guess that some people view parenting differently and some people view it that it it has to happen a certain way otherwise it's wrong and yeah the other the other thing that I'm developing is a workshop for parents to um, consider co-creating with their kids as opposed to just imposing, you know, their way, their will, their house, their rules, all that stuff. Finding out what matters to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Co-creating. I mean, I'd love to to see that on Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? I do. I have an Instagram. What do you, and I what also, do you post on it? Uh, what do I post? I post things about how our society is recognizing or interacting with children. So I posted something about how there are schools um, throughout North America and Europe, instead of giving detention, they allow students to either go and participate in physical activity to release endorphins and, you know, give them a positive outlet, or they allow them to meditate. And I think that, I think that the more respectfully we interact with our children and the youth that are growing up right now, 
the better off we'll all be because everybody's aware of the fact that this generation and the generation before us has created a lot of problems in our world. And if we get out of their way a little and actually support them a little and don't make it about our issues, maybe they can actually solve some of them. It is about that time. It is. That time. What time is it? It's a beautiful time, actually. Really cool on this. This is the... uh, This is the... Life is a podcast podcast. Controlled by me. Life is a podcast podcast director. And we're talking to... uh, Princess Redhead in the sunset. Um about talking about really big things coming and uh we've been here a long time not long enough and i'm hungry thanks for asking those questions and thanks for making suggestions about different ways that i can share my message and what's coming up instagram linkedin uh, facebook all that stuff thanks yeah 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 let's go home and listen to this bye